You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Danger zone leading by ahead. Leap to Fame's about to throw it down on the outside. And they hook up this pair at the 400 metre marker. Can't find a better man is third. My ultimate Ronnie yet to come deeper. Muscle about the inside. Then Sugar Apple. Rip is deeper. Then Tim's a trooper. He's cutting back to the inside. Third quarter. 27.5 at the top of the lane. It's Leap to Fame who swings into the home straight leading. Can't find a better man. Gets to the outside. Starting to loom as a big danger. Leap to Fame. Can't find a better man. Tim's a trooper. Muscle about behind them. Leap to Fame in front. Fame and fortune. A glorious delight. He'll take the derby. It's Leap to Fame. Can't find He's a, a beauty, man. all right. We were hoping to see him this weekend at Leap to Fame. His record is just phenomenal. Queensland Horse of the Year. Uh, he's won three derbies. The uh, last time a horse did that was about 13 years ago. But 23 starts, 17 wins, four seconds. And Grant Dixon puts the polish on Leap to Fame. Uh, he would have needed a, a large vehicle, I would imagine, to carry all the trophies home from the Horse of the Year function. Darren Clayton is with us. How are you, Darren? Yeah, I'm well, thank you, Steve. How are you today? Good, thank you. Leap to Fame's trainer, Grant Dixon, is with us. How are you, Grant? Yeah, good, thanks, Steve. Congratulations on that night, all those awards. How many trophies was it total? Um, I'm not actually sure. We didn't get a chance to get to it. We're um, away at the time. Yeah, so I'm not actually sure. Yeah, well, I counted up uh, about five. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Just tell us what he's up to at the moment, please, Grant, because we were hopeful of seeing him this weekend, leap to fame. Yeah, just um, decided to uh, back off him because it was up and down whether the race was going to go on. They didn't run the heat and then... Uh, yeah, they were just yeah, weren't real clear on what they were doing. One minute the race was uh, cancelled, the next minute the race was going to be back on, or they were going to attempt to get it back on. And yeah, so I, I did want to, you know, we're interested, wanted to give him a little freshen up around this time now, and I didn't want to waste another sort of 10 days if the race wasn't going to go on. So we just bit the bullet and stopped, and, uh, and then we're just preparing back up and. Just keep on going from that point right through the winter carnival and all being well. Darren? Yeah, so does that in morning, Grant, so does that sort of mean now that you'll you'll push on from the constellations right through to the Eureka? Oh uh, yeah, there won't be I don't really believe there'll be much time to have much um yeah, like you might get a few days off here and there, but on the overall you'll have to keep sort of like ticking over from that point. That that's probably not a bad in in the end, not a, a bad result forthcoming. Just means you've uh, probably got a little bit more of a spell than some of his main four-year-old rivals have had through to now. Yeah, well, you know, we, I, he needed a good rest after the, his last time, um, campaign, so we got that into him, and I just knew that he, you know, he just obviously couldn't expect him to go from. Uh, from this point and all the way through. So we had always planned just to give him a little freshen up now anyway. It was just, you know, it just got a bit frustrating with uh, whether the race was going on and not going on. It was, you know, a little communication about it. And so I just bit the bullet and just stopped and, and uh, yeah, just used that as his rest time and, yeah, and hopefully we have a nice clean run from here on in and, yeah, can compare it, compare, yeah, pair him up. 
We got a glimpse. Yeah. We got a glimpse of him a few weeks ago at the trials. He looked terrific, didn't he? Yeah, well, particularly happy with that. So, you know, it was just it was a good sign going forward. Like, you know, if he sort of come back with that, and hopefully once he gets a couple of runs under his belt, he, he'll only keep getting fitter and sharper, hopefully. So, yeah, see so how we go. How does he look to your eye compared to previous preparation? Oh, he looks bigger and stronger. Um, yeah, so hopefully, you know, that you know, that's sort of come dead on the racetrack as well. So, you know, I just hope that, you know, he comes back as good and if he's a little bit better, that'll be even better again. It's going to be hard, but there's a lot of good horses kicking around and there's a lot of horses, good horses are going to be up here for the carnival. So I think a lot of it's going to be draw-dependent than anything else. So no, I'm under no illusion that it's going to be easy. So uh, he misses out this week, but the race does go on. You've got two runners still in the field. Uh, Tim's a trooper. He's been a, a pretty good second stringer behind. He's his stable mate leap to fame. Inside of the second line, but you're the lone runner off the second line. You happy going into the race with him? Yeah, we're, we're really happy with his work. He's just a neat little horse. He, he's, you know, he likes to... Um, you know, he, he's sort of more one of them horses that when he's racing, probably a few better horses just to get driven quiet and, and run home. Um, he, he's going to find it hard Saturday night from the draw. And, but anyway, he, he'll be there in the mix. He'll be running home. Well, he does boast the last start behind Catch a Wave in the Chariot, so certainly good enough form to be winning that. Just speaking of the Hayden... Um, any, have you had any um, conversations with anyone about any of your stable runners getting a, a slot in that race? Uh, uh, probably uh, uh, Free Thinker will get a go, um, and and maybe Cheerleader, but yeah, we'll just have to see what pans out. Obviously, you've got uh, a few few cards up the sleeve there, and just I guess it all depends what sort of arrangement can be worked out with uh, Kevin and Kay not actually having a slot in that race. Uh, I think I think Kevin has uh, got yeah. a slot. I think. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, he's. Got, I think he, uh, I think he's got a four-year-old slot. Right. Oh, well, he's got uh, got a few options then. Yeah. Yeah. So, Grant, just so I'm clear, can you just take us through what races or when, when we're like to see him in public again and, and how many races during the, the campaign will we see him, say, you know, June, July, leap to fame? Yeah, yeah well, that's seeing whether we go to Reckless or not. We'll just make that mind up with that as we go. Um, yeah, we'll probably, we'll probably trial probably in around three and a half weeks, four weeks. And then... Um, I'll probably give him a stand trial because he get getting qualified for that. And then, uh, yeah, we'll kick, you know, whether we go to Reckless Carnival or not, or whether we just go through a couple of band, bands in Albion Park. And then we'll probably, um, yeah, well, this first one is uh, Rising, Rising Sun. So that'll be the first, I think that's his first one deal, first main target. And then you've got a big one two weeks after, haven't you? Yeah, I think the winner cup, yeah. Yeah, we're just going to work out how he comes through this other one before we go to the, um, the, the, the mile racing. All right. How did you think he'll go off the stand there at Redcliffe? Oh, look, it, it, 
he's probably unlikely to go there, but I'll just see how his stand manners are. Um, yeah, whether or not we, you know, elect to go there or whether maybe he might be a better thing when he turns five. We'll just, just see. And what sort of break or what would you do then leading into the big one later in the year, the, the invitational race that Darren spoke about, the Eureka in September? Yeah, we'll just, yeah, we'll just keep, obviously, he will have been through the winter carnival. He'll be up real fit. So it's just a matter of, a matter of like, stepping the, yeah, he runs back from the Eureka. And, and yeah, just, you know, sort of got to go first goal first and then yeah when we get through them one we'll sort of step out the next one Darren? Yeah well I guess your first port of call when you come back you could it's not going to be hard with well it's not going to be easy I should say he's got a his assessments right up there could he would he still be assessed as a, a um, yet to win a qualifier grant would that get yeah, yeah yeah well as far as I'm, I know that he, he can go on a no band, in a no band right yeah, I, I, I sort of thought that would be where he was, but I wasn't sure. So I guess you do have a, an option there when you first come back that you might be able to a pick off just a little bit easier to as a starting point. Yeah, well, that, that was sort of always been planned. That's why we sort of probably just didn't rush in and starting because I sort of still wanted a few, few stepping stones just to kick him off, something a bit easy, just to sort of ease him into it a little bit without having to sort of jump. You know, like racing horse, like turning up is going to be hard. You know, it's not going to be, you're not going to beat him off the gate. He's going to be ahead of you. So, like, I'm pleased that we don't have to race him straight away. Yeah, well, that's a that's a nice uh, sort of position to be in. And and speaking of the free for alls, we saw Governor Jujon back in winning form on Saturday night. Uh, he's a favourite of mine. He was uh, he's just been getting the miles up in the legs, and it was good to see him finish off the way he did there the other night. Yeah, really pleased. And, uh, the doc was really relieved. Yeah, we, we just, you know, he, he hadn't raced in pre-for-all before he um, went sore. So this, you know, this time back in was his first, you know, you know, grounding against the the big boys. So he, he just had to take his time to really find his legs, down, like you said. And you know, we, you know, Tris has done a lot of work on his legs, and it's, it's taken a long time to sort of hopefully get them set and hopefully can hold up. Whether or not we can get him through the winter carnival or not, we'll just have to see how we how we keep Japan in there. So he's more just a, a sort of week to week proposition at the moment, he, but he does appear fully sound. Uh, at the moment, he's you know he's really sound touch wood, but you know it's, when you're racing them and good horses and they run quick sectionals all the time, it does take the toll on them for sure. Yeah. So, certainly good to see him back in the winner's circle, that's for sure. Yeah, it was. Yeah. What should I put my money on at Redcliffe tonight? Oh, actually, I don't really know, Steve. I had not had a good look at it yet. That's a lunchtime job. Oh, OK. Well, you got my number, don't forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But I've got to tell the world, I just can't tell you, you know. <laughs> but it's, I think it's just great, isn't it, that we're going to see him, Darren, during the carnival. You know, he's just such a talked-about horse, given his record, and he's just so tough. You know, he's not a horse that has to lead. He can do it either way, can't he? Yeah, certainly, and, and really looking forward to getting seeing him back on track. It's uh, a little bit of a false start, but um, it's good that there's actually no issue there, and it's um, you know full steam ahead once he comes back again. And and looking forward to to how he really measures up. I've got doubt that uh, you know he, he's right at the top of the tree.
And Grant, just before we let you go, there's obviously a consultation process taking place with Racing Queensland and leading harness participants. Obviously, you're one of the leaders in the Queensland industry about Norwell and some suggestions. Have you offered anything or put anything forward at this stage? Uh, no, I haven't, Sam. I haven't had a chance to sit down and, and, and go through it. Just on track size, what would you like? On track side, mm. size, size. Uh, I, I, I believe a thousand metres is a, is a good spectacle track. Um, I, I like driving on Menangle, but as far as spectacle and uh, spectators, I just get too far away from you, and you, you often end up watching it on TV to see where they all are. Yeah. And what about dual or triple sprint lanes? Oh, I think a single sprint lane's enough for me, but you know. Will be what uh, hopefully they listen to the majority and come up with something that um, yeah that's, you know, that stays close to what works and and probably learn from you know other people's mistakes that not, not to go down the same line. Mm. And what about transportation for you getting to that facility at Norwell, the Harness Centre, in a few years' time? Yeah, well, it's it's, it's obviously a reasonable amount off the highway. But I, I don't, you know, obviously the train lines are fair way away. So, yeah, I don't... Um, but from your stable to there? Oh, it's only um, oh, half an hour. Oh, OK, so it's good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah as far as we're concerned, it'll yeah. be, it'd be a good, good, good location for us. Which horse are you driving at the moment? Uh, Delta 3. Delta 3, when's it in? Uh, she's probably a couple of weeks away. A couple of weeks away. All right, let you go. Thank you. All right. Never stops, does he, uh, Darren? Busy life. Uh, he certainly doesn't. Delta three. She's a she's a good mare. Um, hasn't raced for a while, but oh, just on a month now. But it's uh, it's always something to do, and especially the number of horses he has trimmed down a little bit in recent years, but still a, a very big operation. And um, yeah, certainly. Plenty of big races they got there to look forward to. Darren, in regards to the Gallops Carnival, Ipswich Cup Day, their big day in the sun is on June 17. But basically, the Harness Carnival kicks off on the Friday night prior to the Ipswich Cup with that Redcliffe meeting that Grant referred to and goes right through to July 22. Yeah, so it's um, it's sort of spread out a little bit there. So there's the Redcliffe Gold Cup, the standing start race. Um, probably a, a few quieter weeks in between and then the last three weeks of the carnival, last three Saturday nights, so working back from that um, that end July date are the, are the three main ones, of course the last night being the Blacks of Fake, the Derby, the Oaks um, and a couple of other big feature races there. So. Um, while it does appear to go a little bit longer, there's the main part of the Albion Park Carnival is condensed into basically sort of across three Saturday nights. All right, just on the Rising Sun, which is on July 8 at Albion Park, Leap to Fame is the 250 favourite for it right now. Akuta is $5 and Merlin is at $5. And of course, uh, the Blacks are fake and Tab have got to mark it up for that particular race as well. And I was just going to have a quick look at that. Uh, it's on the 22nd of July. Leap to Fame is $5. Akuda is $6.50 in that particular race. So anyway, we'll just wait yes. and see. Yes, I've got two locked away anyway. Leap to Fame and uh, yesterday Merlin was announced as uh, um, receiving an invite. So three-year-old coming across for Barry Purden. So 
Um, couple locked in. There's probably two more invitations to be secured, and then there's a, a ballot exemption to the winner of the Queensland Sun. So that race is um, for Queensland trained horses only. So um, another Queensland horse will get into the Rising Sun, and then the rest made up on the balance of nominations and, and the strength of those nominations. What about tonight at Redcliffe? Did you want to give us some quadrilla numbers, or was there a couple of standouts there tonight? Yeah, well, I'll run through the quaddie and then we'll uh, we'll have a bit of a look there. The first leg, race five, number three, Bling the Luck. I've got her on top. Looks a good opportunity for her to, to make it three for three in Queensland. She's undefeated in two for Jack Butler and um, certainly lines up there that she can get a third one in. Um, Danger probably be the one true grit shadow. Uh, the second leg, race six, a uh, bit of a tricky one. I've got number one, Lazy Blaze, on top. He's looking to go back to back. Um, throw in number three, Bertles Firefox, good gate speed horse. And if he gets to the front and cops minimal pressure, he'll be thereabouts. Senior Jujon for Grant Dixon. He'll be tucked away on the fence from gate seven. And number four, Tactics Are Rolling. She's a two-time winner. Both those wins are at Redcliffe. So one, three, four, and seven. Gee, they're good odds, those horses, Darren. I'm just having a look. Lady Blaze is $9.50. And your second selection there, Bertles Firefox, $19. Yeah, he's always bobs up at, at a big price, does Bertles Firefox. I guess um, Tactics Are Rolling is the is the one there that uh, they want to be on. It's come back from Albion Park, but uh, certainly getting back to Redcliffe will, will suit her. Third leg there, race seven, number two, Guy Ranger Rainbows on top. Um, certainly gets her opportunity. She's had a couple of wide gates in her two runs back from a spell, so today... Tonight could be her night. Throw in number four, three, one, four. Not sure he's, she's really suited by the gate, but uh, won't be too far away. So two and four. And the last leg, um, yeah, just throw a dart here. This is an absolute uh, raffle, this one. I've got number two, man, of Lisa on top. Hasn't won for a long time, but uh, should be able to get the right trip there from gate two. Number nine, what a reactor. Can do plenty wrong. Um, but she's got form behind Bertel's Firefox, not far away. Yarraman's Shadow should get a good run from Gate 7. And number 5, Molador, another one that's uh, on, a, on a long winning drought, 14 months since her last victory, but uh, shouldn't be too far away. So 2, 7, 5 and 9. So just running through them again. First leg, numbers 1 and 3. Second leg, numbers 1, 3, 4 and 7. Third leg, numbers two and four, and the final leg, two, five, seven, nine. Stand out there at Redcliffe tonight? Yeah, I thought uh, in race number three, player Blanca certainly looks to get an opportunity here. Last time out, over the 2100 at Albion Park didn't really suit, and she had to work hard. So um, gets back to Redcliffe, can find the front there from gate two, and if she does find the front, I think she can uh, see it out. Race three, horse two, player Blanca. And the other one, race four, horse one, Beef City Blaze. This guy is a, is a passing lane specialist, so you've got to wait till he gets a draw. So you look at his numbers, they mightn't be flash, but he hasn't had a draw. He gets it tonight, should tuck in straight behind the leader and then zoot up the passing lane to score. Race four, horse one, Beef City Blaze. Who owns all these Beef City horses? Obviously someone from central Queensland, I'm assuming. Rockhampton. Yeah, the, yeah, the Clifton family from Rockhampton. So... Um, They've been breeding a few horses over the years. They've uh, Beef City Bow was probably one of their top ones, and the ones going around at the moment, Beef City Blaze and uh, Beef City Stars is the other one. They're all um, relatively related, but yeah, from from 
Queensland up there in Rockhampton. All right, so three, two, four, one. Of course, interesting this weekend, isn't it? We've got the big slot race, Nullarbor, on Friday night at Gloucester Park, and in New Zealand, we've got the race. Now, their their slot race as well. Yeah, so um, Friday at Gloucester Park. So the the barrier draw has been completed there. I don't think there was any issue with the uh, with the harness draw. They'd all came out all right. Um, Spirit of St Louis. Um, one of the eastern staters, he hasn't fared very well out in gate eight. Um, neither has Mighty Ronaldo in gate nine. So, magnificent storm. Um, he could possibly be running odds on favourite in this race from gate two. So, um, he certainly gets his opportunity there. And uh, Jason Grimson horse, better zip it. He draws well in gate four. So, they probably look the main main ones there. And the, the race by Grins will... Um, been a bit of commentary on the social channels this week that they might be looking to try to to um, blast off the arm with BD Joe. He's drawn a little bit wider. If that happens, um, you copy that. Probably look the early leader, but if BD Joe sets it up, it um, you know certainly bring um, self-assured or one of those ones out the back into the race. So um, that'll be interesting to see how that goes. But uh, yeah, two really big races in probably the two furthest uh, <laughs> furthest apart ports from the, over in New Zealand and over in over in the west so uh, all eyes will be on both of those at locations yeah thanks Darren cheers Steve thanks to Garrard's Horse and Hound Darren Clayton joining us and prior to that Grant Dixon telling us that Leap to Fame is going to back off so to speak but we'll still see his presence certainly his presence during the, the Queensland at Carnival uh, as I said which is fantastic news